0: It's the Sticks and Bricks Podcast where we take a look at all the parts, pieces, and situations that come up every single day in your home building business so you can listen, learn, and build a business that's as solid as your home. I'm your host, Brad Hubbard, and I've been in this incredible industry for a long, 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 long time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks so much for being a part of this, uh, for taking some time out of your day to listen. If you happen to like my podcast, please make sure you subscribe in whatever app you listen to your podcast to, and uh, give me some ratings. would love to see them. It helps me grow an audience, helps me continue along on this. Hey, what we're doing, we're continuing some of the uh, audio recordings from the time that uh, I spent down the International Builder Show this past year. And um, last episode, we listened to Jen Barkin talk about, you know, when it's time to actually start actively managing your leads in kind of a more formal setting and on, you know, an on-site or a a sales counselor um, that helps bring people to their on-site appointments. Uh, We're going to kind of stay in that theme here uh, this week because what a lot of home builders do is they get really good at creating a funnel over time. Um, You know, they are able to Um, kind of schmooze the customers and and get them onto their on-site appointments and eventually ink the deal and sell a house. Then all of a sudden what happens is they just stop. They say, hey, we've got the house, we've got the sale, let's go build the house. And they forget to talk to their customers once they sign that contract. Well, that's what this discussion is about. Heidi Schrader, who's a senior consultant with Lasso Customer Relationship Management Software, Lasso CRM, it's done exclusively for home builders, continues the conversation. And we get into a little bit of just talking about, you know, how you continue to talk to the customers once the sale gets done. Hope you enjoy it. This is a nice, quick interview. Again, audio from International Builder Show. Heidi Schrader's a superstar. You're going to love it. Stick around, listen, and learn. Hey, it's the Sticks and Bricks Podcast coming to you live from International Builder Show. I'm Brad Hubbard. I'm your host. And this Sticks and Bricks Podcast is the podcast where we look at all the parts, pieces, and situations that come up every single day in your home building business so you can listen, learn, and become a better home builder. And you can see I'm upstairs of the ECI booth here for the week. Uh, And this is my second of the day, so uh, this uh, live podcast, what we want to really talk about is kind of talking to your customers. Uh, Obviously, many thanks out to the folks at ECI Software Solutions uh, who've asked me to be here doing these live this week. One of the products that ECI has is Lasso. It's a customer relationship management software. And I've I've been so blessed to get one of the consultants to come along here uh, and see us, too. So I'm going to bring in uh, Heidi uh, Schrader. Heidi, come on in. We can see, we're going to see, just like before, this is live TV too. So if you don't Great. mind, just uh, introduce yourself out to those who don't know who you are, what you do with Lasso and with ECI.
1: Wonderful. So I'm Heidi Schrader. I'm the senior consultant here at Lasso CRM. And I've been here since February, but my background is uh, I was entered the industry as an online sales counselor. I did a little bit of sales training and, and managed some sales teams and then uh, worked as a as a marketing director for a builder. So it allowed me to learn all the little parts and pieces with Lasso. And now I help our Lasso customers get a little bit more familiar with how Lasso works with their team and how we can best utilize and leverage the tool for them.
0: (laughs) Good, well, no, great. And I think that's what's really cool about ECI and a lot of uh, things they do for whether it's Mark Systems or Build Tools or Lasso or Bolt, they take industry uh, folks, folks who've been in the industry and I always say we're not just a pretty face. We're not just computer nerds. We are people who have lived it, too.
1: We are right not well, computer so. nerds. Yeah. Well, I'm, I might be a little
0: bit of a computer but, And maybe pretty faces here. But uh, you know. We've
1: lived it. We've, <laughs> we've right. been in the trenches, that's, right? That's for sure, yeah. too.
0: So so if you're watching live, we hope you'll uh, comment in there. We're able to watch the comments come in. I think they are get a little bit delayed. I hope you're able to hear us. Uh, obviously, the show is loud. It's um, people all over the place, and we get a great view mm-hmm. on this, too. But what I wanted to bring you on uh, to talk about really is kind of, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about the customer journey. And and a lot of times builders take a lot of time, a lot of money, invest in getting that prospect to get through the door and finally sign, oh, the dreaded, uh, the, the uh, beautiful contract. Dreaded contract, I don't know what I was thinking. Oh my goodness. Live. But you know, get that, the holy dread. the holy contract and they're ready to go. But then they drop off and they forget to talk to their customers. And that's really what I wanted to talk to you and, the, exactly
1: and it. get
0: your thoughts. Do you see that happen with builders that you work with and what are your reasons or why do you think they do drop off after the sale?
1: All the time. The customer journey is is something that I'm very passionate about. You know, it's, it's so important to have a great customer journey because we want referrals and reviews and, and really we just want to treat our customers well. So the customer journey is the most important part. So, um, what I see a lot of times Brad is people, uh, our, our, our sales teams, they take it, take the customer journey to the sale, but then after that, it goes to construction mm-hmm. and, you know, our construction right. team, they they're not as well versed in sure. in customer management and they're not as well versed in customer experience. Right, right. And so what I see is those just fall through the cracks and sometimes it creates problems with a with the construction team too that that uh, our our customers want a little bit more communication and they want their hands held just a little bit more even than 5 years ago. Oh, you know, I th- bet. Th- yeah. Th- things have changed. Yeah. We we really want to to make sure that we're creating a little bit better experience after
0: that contract. Sure, sure. And what I think is really funny, you know, you think through it a lot of times, the sales process is fine. You get them to the contract. Which that's, of course, again, the holy grail of getting them in there. Uh, but then when they're actually building, and that build time might be four months, it might be five months, so it really depends on your build time, though. A lot of people forget to talk, but that is when they're interacting with their family and their friends, sharing their experiences with it, too. Yes.
1: You know, even past that, even past the build time, And into, you know, after they've moved in, I think that a customer really shares what their experience is about that three to four month mark. They've had the pain points of moving in. Nobody likes to move. That's never a pleasant experience. They've had all of that pain go away. And now they're just sitting with their beautiful home. You know, they're sitting with their beautiful home. So if we're not reaching out to those customers at that point that they've been moved in at three, at 3 months and they're loving their home, we might not be getting the best reviews if we're even asking for reviews at all.
0: Sure, sure. So yeah. yeah, and a lot of times home builders are guilty of it. I can say we were one of them, uh, you know, where the customers get in and you kind of hope they don't contact you afterwards because a lot of it is warranty, it's, you know, cost to go back and it just ends up being kind of that that negative connotation field. So right. by being a little bit more active, you're saying you can kind of turn that into a positive, even if they do have an issue.
1: You bring up a fantastic point. No one wants to deal with warranty issues, mm-hmm. but if you have that, that forethought to ask about a warranty issue, yes, you may have to deal with it, but you're gonna deal with it sooner than later in the process so it may be something that you can catch earlier on so that's always a good thing sure. right we don't yeah. we, we don't want a really bad situation to get out of control but beyond that by being proactive it makes the customer happy you know that that customer feels taken care of sure. they're more likely to to refer you to their their dentist and their best friend than they are when you don't have that that in place and they're having to beg you to fix their home Sure. You know, and that's what a warranty feels like—is mm-hmm. that you're bothering someone to come fix your home. Right, right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's strange how, it, you know, even when I built a house with a different office of ours, I felt bad even calling them when I had my own warranty things. Is, you know, yeah. for our Company, it was just kind of funny on that too. Um, yeah. So I, I want to kind of go back to that. Uh, customers signed the contract, mm-hmm. and they're whether it's at pre-construction or even through construction phase. Can you kind of walk me through some key? workflow touch points that you see a lot of builders use and you know, what does that really look like? Is it all just, you know, automate an email and that's it and you just kind of let them go or how's that look?
1: You know, we have the ability with Lasso especially but really any CRM that you're using, but let's take Lasso for an example. We have the ability to, to set up these key touch points um, in a sales flow. So after that contract is made, you know, Thank you notes, a handwritten thank you note goes a million miles, yeah, you nobody does them. it anymore, uh-huh. no, right? right. Yep. Yep. Thank you notes, um, check-ins, especially in that in that the moment the contract is signed and the moment the customer moves in with most builders, there's gonna be a lag time there. Sure. Sometimes it's a month, sometimes it's six months between uh, if you're pre-sailing homes. Mm-hmm. So that lag time, it gives the opportunity to set up some touch points, emails, phone calls, texts, and, um, handwritten notes, anything like that, set up some touch points with the customer. Um, so they're not feeling left hanging in the wind between that, the sale and the move in.
0: Yeah. yeah, And you just touched on a point that I, I sometimes forget. And I think a lot of builders forget too. Again, you get that contract too. Contract, most people don't buy a house every single day of their life. That's a super, super big purchase for a lot of right, people. Right. And a lot of folks can have buyer's remorse. I get that, and people that know me and uh, my wife, if she's watching, knows for sure. Even when I buy a new uh, cell phone, sometimes I can't sleep because you get that, my gosh, what did I just do, those type what of things. What did thing. I do? So sign a contract, a new house, you get into there. There can be some buyer remorse, and if you let them stew out there, that gives them oh. more time to think, well, maybe I shouldn't have done this and back out.
1: Absolutely, it gives gives that. You know, it also um, it, by doing that and being proactive with that contact, it prevents them from hounding you. Mm-hmm. I know that most builders has have that one customer that that's hounding them. When's it going to be done? When's it going to be done? You know, when when can I move in? And by having that regular scheduled contact you have it on your schedule to contact them once a week or twice a week however it may be you have that regular they're expecting you to make that phone call on friday they're expecting that email on friday so they're not going to be bugging you at inopportune times i know that project managers love that if their sales team is keeping that contact or some builders are actually have a new position, a customer concierge that's taking that from the moment of sale till till the moment of close, and sometimes beyond, taking that time to make sure that 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 communication is, is there. So they're construction site doesn't have to handle Fair those enough. those phone calls of when's it going to be done when can i move in sure you know yeah. this, this isn't the lighting i wanted
0: right right well i don't right. know what happened over that way but something just loud something happened scared us we had we thought we we're going to have to duck or something on those yeah too. Um, so a lot of times then when builders kind of work with you too or that you helping kind of map out not only what they're doing in the software but kind of pairing that with their mapping out the customer journey yes so
1: so help. I help customers map out their entire customer journey. So from from the moment that phone call comes in or that lead comes in through the website to clear through to even post sale the the post sale touch points are are great after say 10 years. There are some builders that are mapping this out clear until 10 years from now when they're still reaching out once a year, you know, it, it, we we ease back a little bit. We don't sure, want it sure, once yeah. a week, yeah. but once a year, they're emailing their customers: Are you still loving your home? If so, are you looking for a new one? Mm-hmm. You know, because ten years, seven years. Yeah, is seven about that. years. I
0: think you're right. Some Something right? more about that is about the. Effort. I would
1: I would argue that it's probably less than that. Now.
0: It might be now.
1: You know, uh, we'll have to we'll have to ask our folks over at Zonda for okay, a little bit more enough. information about that. But you know, we're asking we're asking these to to, to build out a little bit you know a little bit longer. And we can really um, follow up that long and ask ask people if they're still loving their new home. Are they ready for a new one? Do they have any friends, neighbors, relatives that are looking for a home? Get those referrals and ask. It's the soft ask sure. for those referrals. Yeah, happy right?
0: anniversary! It's been three right. years since you've been in, or something like that. Right, yeah.
1: exactly. Those happy anniversary, those giving an excuse for that. But we see a lot of uh, builders that are using that. Get a great referral system in place without having to have a specific referral system that they're paying for it just it it makes it easy and seamless
0: nice and then lasso too i mean you can set that up so someone i mean does someone have to sit there and manually be watching everything or how does that kind of work uh you know with the system i know that's what you get involved with designing
1: yeah you know the, the great thing about lasso is those touch points. We can schedule those out. We can schedule those out on the front end. So every single time you run a process, every single time a sale is closed, actually, when you rate that sale is closed, when you send it to close, it runs the process all the way through um, to however long you want. I say 10 years, you want 25. We can make it happen, right? right. right?
0: Yep. Yep. Thank you, Brian, as well for that uh, comment too. Well, Heidi, yeah. thanks so much for taking time. I know it's busy. You're at Sales Central some this week. I'll uh, be at
1: Sales Central most of the day tomorrow. I'm actually speaking on the online sales process God. at Sales Central tomorrow at 9.15. Come okay. come see me um, for an education there.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's it's just fantastic. So um, hope we're seeing you. Thank you so much for taking your time out. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back uh, for two sessions live tomorrow. To this podcast, I'm Brad Hubbard. Have a great day.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.